0: Hi, my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Philip McElear. And welcome to the Ann and Philip Daily Virus. The Anne and Philip Scoop Daily Virus. That's right, I got it right now. It Where is. we discuss the latest news, views, advice and madness of the pandemic. It's Tuesday, December 1st. It's uh, early in the morning. It's
1: very early in the morning, and Anne. It's, are you woken up yet, Anne? It's,
0: just it's, about. Yeah. It's week 37. That's nine and a quarter months of the two week flat in the curve lockdown and it is giving tuesday so if you like our podcast if you like the work that we do with obama gate fbi lovebirds with the virus with the scoop if you like what we do please please give what you can and you can give that at unreportedstorysociety.com
1: so we are 100% funded uh from people like you so if you are listening uh, and if you like what you hear and you have not contributed, uh, then you're a freeloader really. Uh,
0: <laughs> and if you have contributed, please give again because it's yes. giving Tuesday, so unreported dot com and we're very good, by the way, about not hounding people for money. No, I well, think
1: yeah um, Dennis Prager's very funny with that. What did he say? Uh, he, Dennis Prager, he says you know he goes to Christian events. Where they go, please give us money. If 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 you if Lord, the Lord um,
0: would think it was okay, would think it was
1: okay, and, and he goes to Jewish events. Dennis Prager is a Jew, and he goes to a Jewish event, And they go, we know how much money you made last year. Mo-, you know, <laughs> your Jerry did your accounts. You know, hand over more money now. You know, so
0: he said that yeah, they're no, they're, they're better at having no shame about asking for money. But anyway, we are going to get more hard necked and get better because, because we need to pay the bills, and we um. You know, we need to keep doing what we do, and people do appreciate it. And we've had some beautiful messages, by the way, from people who particularly like the virus that we've done for the last nine months. We didn't expect to be doing a daily virus. Thought we're
1: going to do it for the one month, (laughs) two week, two week lockdown. We thought we're going to be criticizing the government for extending a two week lockdown for one month, and now it's nine months later. Yeah. So let's. What's on the What's on the show today? Oh, well,
0: we have the let the meat kick. Los Angeles version,
1: and then let them eat cake. Los Angeles version, the sequel.
0: And then we have California is really descending into COVID madness, or is it PTSD? Guess what's coming next, and why the United States should follow Europe's example, and
1: why they should really follow Switzerland.
0: And wait till you hear what the United Kingdom has planned and what it's going to come when it's going to why it's going to come to the United States. And if you traveled for Thanksgiving. You are going to die, I think, or something, something like that. But we'll get According to that. According to our bettors. Don't worry, don't worry about it though, because we'll get to that. It's got the last story. But start. This is an amazing story. I mean, you know, the accumulation of these at this point is getting, it's getting ludicrous. Actually, by the way,
1: we should do have a special. Maybe we should have an end of year competition most outrageous hypocrite of the covid
0: yeah most you know winner of the let them eat cake you know yes. award so the let them eat cake award goes this time this day today today to sheila cool yes. who is one of the la county supervisors
1: but you think it's a ridiculous title anyway
0: i God, i think it's got a very right, communist in 1984 that we need supervision you know tell us phelan what so, did this lady
1: do just hours after um she voted to ban outdoor dining in la that's 31,000 restaurants LA oh is the most God. populous county in America uh, she visited a restaurant just hours later visited a restaurant in Santa Monica where she dined outdoors so yeah so I think LA County
0: might be the most populous county in California it might be in the United States but I don't I know think, that for uh, sure maybe, maybe, maybe all right Manhattan so is what did fun. she do she hang on so she voted then basically voted
1: and not only that basically warned um, people. That it, was, that it was super dangerous.
0: Oh yeah, she did. I I, I Let's got get that. that. Here's quote. the quote. She said, "It's a most." She referred to outside dining as a most dangerous situation. She said, "This is a serious health emergency. We must take it seriously." And she went on to say, "The servers are not protected from us, and they're not protected from their o- other tables that they're serving at that particular time. Plus, all the work, all the hours in which they're working." So she really cares about the servers. However. When it comes to El Forno, shout out to El Forno in California, by the way, sorry, in Santa Monica. El El Forno Forno was the restaurant. El Forno was the restaurant. You know, we have been to a different El Forno, but we actually loved El Forno. And when I saw that mentioned in the story, I thought, ah, El Forno. Where's the difference? We like the one that's like up in West Hollywood. Oh, I know that one. Do you remember that one we used to sit outside? It was really nice. We went there a few times. Oh, yeah, but then I went there with with our friends. We did, yes, and we nice. went there with a friend from oh, that's, Holland. That's right. So nice. yes, very very nice place, but gorgeous. Anyway, this is what this woman Sheila Cool did. She went there, and then you know she went and voted to destroy these businesses, destroy including them. her delightful Il Forno, which is delightful, really good pasta, really good Italian food. Just want to
1: make clear, she wasn't uh, she wasn't illegally. Oh, yeah, she didn't do
0: anything. Bra- she didn't break the law.
1: She basically said it's too dangerous to keep these outdoor. Patios open, uh, and it's too dangerous for the staff. And then went and and at there herself, uh, you know, by her own measures, exposing the staff to infection. So now she wasn't, of course, but this. So this follows Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done when that was illegal. Newsom,
0: Governor Newsom, telling us we're all going to die, and then eating indoors with what is a 12 or 14 people yes. uh, without masks and sitting all very close together. And by the way, you know, essential, non-essential, like a completely unnecessary uh, gathering, completely yes. unnecessary, bit of fun for someone's birthday. So, you know, the truth is, and I think we had this conversation the other day, and I'm not sure if we said it on the virus, but these people don't, you know, let's be really honest about this, it, you know, it's so there's okay, it's okay, you know, Imagine being hypocritical about I don't know. Let's think about something like about whatever, right? About, minimum
1: wage. About right. the
0: minimum, wage, exactly, right? But in this case, or, or, in this yeah. case, you're saying if you're the one advocating for this lockdown, you're the one saying if you don't do this, you will die. You will die, or other people will die. Yes. So here's what they obvious. Here's the obvious truth. Here, they don't believe that. Yes. They actually don't think they're going to die because obviously, if they did. They wouldn't dream of doing these and activities, and they don't think it's
1: going to kill other people either. So, let them eat cake. Version the oh sequel.
0: Oh my god! Okay, if ever you've heard of madness,
1: I, I found this last night this after you went be- after you went to bed, and this you, is, you woke up this, this morning, and you go, "Oh my god!" This, this is a this great day. story. Yeah. So, so deadline. Deadline Hollywood. Uh, COVID nineteen test site shut down. For, for filming, basically, for She's All That remake shoot. By the LA's way, can I just say, I've state.
0: never even heard of She's All That. Yes, so, so it's a remake, huh? It's a remake of a film I never heard of, but it's so important. They're going to k- shut down the testing site, the a COVID, COVID t- testing site.
1: So that they're going to have... Welcome a, to mean,
0: California. There's That's a crazy California story if I ever heard one. Yeah. Los Angeles is under a new modified stay-at-home order starting, you know, th- that yeah. was starting. The kiosk
1: is at downtown LA's um, Union Station and it'll be closed on Tuesday. So the She's All That remake can use the iconic terminal as a location.
0: And this is despite, by the way, the fact that hundreds of people use the South Patio located co- COVID-19 testing site. as. So it's a very well-trafficked... Oh. Um, I mean, one thing
1: we've noticed recently is, uh, along with the large lines outside uh, takeaway restaurants uh, and deli- uh, etc., drive-ins, there are large lines outside, I mean, massive lines outside the COVID-19 test sites. People have to get tested for work. They have but you know, be- this is
0: unbelievable film. So people actually who had appointments, so people had appointments. Wow. And this, you took this from, from um, yesterday yeah. or from yesterday or from this morning. Yes. Basically, you know, people who had appointments scheduled for Tuesday. Scheduled this morning, yeah? Received an email, I suppose yesterday evening, telling them they were out of luck, to put it politely. We apologise... Oh, here's what they wrote, by the way. We apologise for the inconvenience and delayed notification, but LA Union Station kiosk site has had to cancel. Has had to cancel. Did we catch that? Has had to cancel. Repeating again, sorry, for emphasis. All appointments for December 1st, due due to an event being held at this location. There's, some there's words like non-essential come to mind, Phil. Like, let's, let's see if we can death find Death and destruction.
1: Um, oh, it's he's all that. So she's all that was the original. Oh, thing. dear And God. he's all that. Oh, that's delightful. That's equality. Any any idea? Um, oh, it's Miramax there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Penned by original screenwriter R. Lee Fleming. Whatever. He's, he's up... He's all that. Both updates and flips the script. In this new version, a social media influencer plans to avenge herself by accepting a challenge to turn the school's biggest loser into the prom king after her boyfriend humiliates her. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. You know, just amazing. Just amazing. But th- so that's welcome to California. This is the kind of crap that yeah. we have so, to deal with here. So Governor
1: Newsom, by the way, is warning we're going to have a. We're all about to die. And we're. It's gonna. It's gonna induce a full lockdown on the state. So we have a lockdown in the. Uh, in Los Angeles, so we can tell you it's really bad, it's horrible, it's like a wasteland. Unless, of course, you want to film the sequel to She's She's All all That, then everything... He's all that. Whatever. But Governor Newsom uh, has quoted some hospitalization statistics and said, lockdown is coming, lockdown is coming. And I looked at the statistics and, you know, they are kind of... ooh right. So the state's seven-day average for new cases is 14,000. That compares to 14,000 in 14,657, that compares to 14,034 30, 14, in the most recent recent period and to a peak of 9,800 cases during the July summer COVID-19 peak. Now, this doesn't take into account the increased t- testing, the false positives. And can I stop
0: for a minute as but, well? Also, because we, and, and, and by the way, this is a shout out for tomorrow's um, scoop where we have a, an in-depth conversation with Justin Hart. Um, about the whole COVID situation. And he pointed out, which is again an awful thing, where they talk about these shocking numbers of cases. This does not account for duplication. So people can be tested more than once and be positive more than once. And it's called a case, even though the person
1: has been... Yeah, well, we we know someone who who runs a nursing home and they get tested.
0: All the time. All
1: the time. All the time. And if they were positive, they'd be... So here's here's actually the paragraph I like. COVID-19 hospitalizations are up 89% over the past two weeks. My God, that's shocking. Film. Yeah, um, with 7,700 people hospitalized. At current protection, projections, hospitalizations could increase two to three times the current amount in one month without further interventions. COVID-19 hospitalizations are currently using what percentage of beds Anne?
0: Oh, it must be 90% film. Is it 90%?
1: 90? 11% of the beds. Haha.
0: Uh-huh. 11%. So despite the fact that the hospitalizations are up 89%, that brings them up to using 11% of the hospital beds.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so basically, very- it's, basically it's medic- medical procedures that were delayed I think and then in California 59% of the state's hospital beds are currently occupied a relatively you know low number.
0: I would think that you would need to be wouldn't be need to be running a hospital if you didn't have that kind of uh, exactly, occupancy. Exactly
1: exactly it's kind of like a you know heads on beds you know. It
0: projects that 75 78% of those beds will be occupied as of Christmas Eve December 24th. Yes. So Seven. what is it? Is, is the right response here? So what?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless there's something we're not getting, which if you go, if, if there is, please go on the podcast app put it in the comment section, what well, we're not getting here. In Southern California, this is another statistic. 55% of the hospital beds are currently occupied, with 79% expected to be occupied by December 24th. And again, I say, so what? Yeah. And that's not even including the hospital ships that the, that the federal government could send in. They could build you know, new hospitals in days. By the way, they could also- And by
0: the way, sorry, I mean, sorry, the whole reason for flattening the curve was to allow time to increase
1: Capacity. Capacity.
0: So, what did you do for the last nine months while you? Wha, meanwhile, well, meanwhile you whilst destroyed, you dined
1: at the French Laundry, While and you wh-
0: dined. But also, what did you do in the last nine months while you destroyed the economy to give you time to get your act together? Yeah. And then we're back to square one again. That's what we're being told, by the way. We're back to square one again, and this is we are now being threatened with the idea that the whole thing will be locked down. At the moment, we're in what's it called? Right. We're in. At the moment, we're in. St- um, stay at home. Safer, safer at home or something like that what, what, we, what we're being threatened with is stay at home we're yeah. being threatened with stay at home stay at home would bring us back to exactly where we were in March
1: so tell us about the European example now.
0: so this is a good story actually from the New York Times um, and just interesting again You know the New York Times, god they take an awful long time to learn the most obvious things and to pick up on the stories that we have been reporting forever So basically, you know, this is a story for, you know, they're basically saying many European nations have managed to flatten the coronavirus surge while keeping schools open, reducing academic and economic disruption. And I would say despair, loneliness, madness, stress, etc. Uh, Paris. A second lockdown appeared inevitable amid skyrocketing coronavirus infections. The scientists advising the French government in October warned that keeping students in their classrooms meant it would take longer, whatever, to tame tame the surge. uh, Can
1: I just say, for those who may hear a a scratchy noise, it's not me. It is a cat that you are now... Making sure. a
0: noise there. I'm trying to pull him off the table there. Um, the government kept the schools open anyway, even as the country... This is France. Even as the country became an epicentre of the second wave of the coronavirus in Europe, French leaders decided that they would try to subdue the surge while also trying to minimise economic a- damage. Five weeks into the second national na- nationwide lockdown in France, like much of Europe, has proved that it is possible... To bring the rate of known infections down, even with schools open. And and the New York Times goes on to say, it's a lesson that has been taken up late in the United States, where Chicago, Boston, San Francisco and other cities have made it a priority to keep bars and restaurants open, though not necessarily for indoor service or full capacity, even as they close schools. Phelan, I have a question for you. Fingers on the buzzers. Mm. What do Chicago, Boston and San Francisco have in common? Difficult question. Ah. I know, it's not easy. I've put you on the spot now. They're
1: just great cities. I don't know. Um, They're just... uh, A lot of crime. Move on, Philip. Democrats.
0: Democrat cities. And these are the cities dominated by school unions who, despite all evidence about health, despite all evidence about despair and suicide and misery and loneliness have just gone ahead and, taken, and uh, taken themselves and said, you know what, all those children need to do this remotely. Despite places like Fairfax County that we talked about recently on, on the virus that has, I think, the worst failure rates um, for, sc- for outcomes for children who are doing remote learning of anywhere in the country. Horrible. But the story from The New York Times goes on, and this is the last bit I'm just going to refer to. It's a long story, maybe worth looking up the whole thing yourselves. But I thought this was very funny. This paragraph just delightful. Most European countries, including Britain, including Britain, France, Germany, and Spain, have kept schools open, even as the continent remains among the worst hit. Even as the continent may- remains among the worst hit. Oh, yeah. Lol, that's very funny. That's very funny. The New York Times admits that Europe numbers are worse than the United States. That took a while. It took a while. It took a while, but thank God, you know, in the end. But by the way, they it don't took, exactly make a headline no, out of no, it now, it do they? It took a while,
1: and it took a, a, uh, you know, an election where, where Joe Biden, where their candidate won, and suddenly they're admitting, actually, you don't know, the way we said it was all Trump's fault and Trump is terrible and America's the worst, it's not actually true. Yeah, so, we're so, going to so, slip it in into, into, a, into a comment. More more on Europe. Uh, Switzerland, this is from Lockdown Skeptics, which, you know, we, we can't recommend that website enough, lockdownskeptics.org, where... Toby Young.
0: Toby Young. Young.
1: Yeah, so it's basically... The headline says it all, really. Switzerland, no lockdown, no Armageddon, and uh, as they say, we reported last Thursday. This is from lockdown skeptics that Switzerland is one of the five places that seem to indicate lockdowns are not necessary. Um, you know, and it's the quote from Focus Online: Switzerland was not long ago considered one of the biggest COVID-19 hotspots in Europe. Now, though the curve is part, now though the curve is pointing sharply downwards despite no new measures being adopted. Even the experts are stumped. So they didn't do a lockdown and they're on the, the, the downward trend. Uh, Switzerland
0: opted for a middle course in its COVID 19 policy between Sweden's laissez faire model and a hard lockdown stra- strategy. Up until the middle of November, it looked as though the policy would fail miserably. But since then, the curve has shown a clear downward trend. Very, very interesting.
1: Dropping from, there's a figure, dropping from 10,000 new infections per day at the beginning of the month to 4,500 now. Less than half. And that is without any s- containment measures we'd implemented. So, so, I mean,
0: oh my God, that's just incredible. You know? Gavin
1: Newsom, if you could get your head out of the fr- your $800 uh, uh, a Tasting menu at the French Laundry or Supervisor Cool, if you could stop dining outdoors and look at other countries, what other countries have done and the success they have had. And maybe follow them.
0: As I say, read a book. By the way, if anyone has a good suggestion for what you do when, someone, when you are maskless on a beach, as I am all the time, having a little walk, and somebody comes along and does the aggressive, put a mask on, put a mask on. If anyone has a suggestion, thank you, nice, kind listeners. If you have a suggestion yes. for what I could respond with, Phelan thought I should have just turned around and said, French laundry, or an ecstasy of fumbling. Um, uh, and That was
1: when the lady said, mask, mask. And I said... That's
0: what I'm saying. She said, oh. mask on. So an ecstasy of fumbling. But, um, but, but if you have a suggestion, if you have a suggestion of the best rejoinder for a situation like that, we'd love to hear from you. So
1: if people want to know my reference, an ecstasy of fumbling, check out Dulce et Decorum Est. Dulce
0: et Decorum Est by...
1: Wilfred Owen. Wilfred Owen, no, one, War, one of the War, War, World, War,
0: War, World War I poets. Yeah. Really beautiful poem, by the way. Yeah, Very well, powerful. Yes, I, is, I liked that is, poem. Is, yes. So... Moving Moving on, on we won't talk about Portugal. The United Kingdom
1: of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. It's coming to, it's coming here too. So anyway, the headline says it all. Yes, Uh, the UK bars and cinemas may require proof of COVID nineteen vaccination to visit. So basically, look. If you want to go to sports venues, uh, if you want to go out uh, anywhere, companies are going to say you must have a vaccine. So they're not if going you, to mandate if you want to fly. They're not going to mandate. The mand- government's it. not going to mandate. The government
0: is not going to mandate um vaccines, but they go but they're going but vaccines are going to be mandated because otherwise you'll have no life. You'll never yeah. go to the cinema, you'll never eat in a restaurant, you'll never, you'll fly. never get on a you certainly never get on a plane or a train. Um so, you know, that's what that's what we're looking at.
1: That's the prospect we're looking at. So what is Dr. Bricks Burks saying now? Anne?
0: Yeah, and we haven't heard from Dr. Brooks for a long time. So she, But she did speak on Sunday um, in an interview in, one of the, in Face the Nation. And she basically said, um, you know, we, you know fa- she said, we know people may have made mistakes over Thanksgiving time period. Mistakes, you know. If you're young and you gathered, you need to be tested about five to ten days later. But you need to assume you're infected. And not to go near your grandparents and aunts and others without a mask. So basically, and Alex Berenson is really funny about that, um... He basically, oh, well, yeah, the, there it yeah. is, yeah, there's what he says. He says, the virus is so lethal that millions of Americans should assume they have it and get ready to die horribly. Sorry, I meant wait a few days to be tested, even though they probably won't even notice symptoms. Six of one, half a dozen of the others. By the way, just another note about Alex experience and kind of, you know, extraordinary. He wrote a book called Unreported Truths About COVID-19. Which was banned, I'm trying to remember where it was banned, like more, like in the last two weeks. But y- since yesterday, Amazon, so he had always had at least that one outlet that he was selling his book on Amazon. It has been blocked, like through this, the Kindle version and the paperback version blocked. Um, and this is Alex Bernson, by the way, former New York Times journalist, all around good guy, really good on Twitter on the, on the thing. And here he is banned. And it reminds us, by the way, to remind you of the valuable work we do by reporting stories that are not getting enough coverage and are not getting covered at all yeah. and pointing out the hypocrisy and the madness in the, in, the, in the way that this story has been reported, the COVID story has been reported. Um, so you could show your appreciation and help us continue to do this. And to continue to keep the team that we have together the wonderful team that we have yes. so please do that it's giving tuesday all you have to do is go to unreportedstorysociety.com unreportedstorysociety.com and give what you can and we would be most appreciative we love what we so, do yeah and, and, and we've
1: done, we think we've done wonderful things i mean obamagate uh, i was just looking there it's it's now over half a million people have watched obamagate on youtube Um, There's also, we we can't reveal it yet, but there's going to be a massive post out of Obamagate DVDs to people. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to get access to it uh, in their own home. Um, We were the first people to bring uh, a play to CPAC. got massive publicity. The mainstream media hated it because it told the truth. Uh, We we visited President Trump in the White House. He loved the play. He loves what we're doing. Uh, You know, who knows who will be president next year? We still need, we will be pushing stories, uh, unreported stories, such as Gate, such as the Russia collusion hoax. Uh, and if it is President Biden, we will really, 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 really be pushing stories. And uh, we will be pushing, we, we have a few stories in mind. I mean, President Biden, uh, or Joe Biden, President-elect Biden, whatever you want to call him uh, at the moment, it's all up in the air. Uh, there's a lot to, to report there that's not being reported I mean it's amazing uh, there's so much I mean there's the Hunter Biden story that has never been reported upon there's Joe Biden's past as a plagiarist there's Kamala Harris's past as as a jackbooted thug yes. sending armed sheriff's deputies into a into David Leiden's home into a journalist's house at 6am in the morning to seize his the materials of his journalism you know There's just so much to be written and and to be made into movies and made into plays and made into podcasts about this administration.
0: People need to know the truth about this potential administration. Um, But, you know, before we finish, by the way, again, please, if you can, help us out by going to unreportedstorysociety.com. And I just wanted to find this quote. So the the latest um, comment we had from, uh, from people who really like our podcast, we have from DJ in Pittsburgh. I could listen to you guys all day. Keep up the fantastic work. Oh, if you ever want to adopt a girl, mid-40s with a husband two kids and a dog pick me pick me much love i know you i know you'd like the dog
1: so uh, a a woman and her husband and her two kids i'm sure the kids are gorgeous yes
0: okay well shout out to you dj in pittsburgh thanks so much for tuning in. so don't forget
1: on reporter story society.com and we'll see you tomorrow with the annum film scoop yeah exactly and don't forget to share this bye thanks bye